With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome inside Spartan Stadium. That's Tim May. I was instructed not to call you the 40-year vet anymore. Somebody said it was Who insu- said that? Somebody Who said, said it was insulting, Dude, well, you got to quit paying attention to those stupid comments <laughs> by stupid people. Okay, let's do it. That's right. the 40-year vet, Tim May. I'm Spencer Holbrook. We're, we are inside Spartan Stadium, obviously, for at, in the aftermath of Ohio State 49, Tim, Michigan State 20. It wasn't even that close. This is a rapid reaction presented by Byers Auto. Uh, Tim, we're on the natural grass. Ohio State was just on the natural grass about an hour ago. Uh, We've now heard from the Buckeyes after a dismantling of Mel Tucker and the Spartans. Um, More the Spartans than Mel Tucker, but you're exactly right. Yeah, but they are Mel Tucker's team, and so, you know, they dismantled uh, Michigan State pretty easily, dispatched of the Spartans, if you will. Uh, Tim, your first thoughts after Ohio State 49, Michigan State 20, in a game that was not that close. Let's get to go with my first thought, you know, because I, I, I have a propensity to go on and on. My first thought is the last time Ohio State played up here, C.J. Stroud threw zero passes, had a great run for a touchdown to that end, and you're going, okay, but can he throw the ball? Well, he put on a textbook, textbook clinic today throwing the ball this afternoon and early this evening, throwing the ball with the exception of one pass when he and Emeka Buka weren't on the same page and suddenly this game was tied 7-7 or whatever it was. Actually, they were behind, right? I, I, I don't remember. Yeah, it was 7-7, exactly. Uh, where, you know, Emeka Buka ran a little, little hitch and then took off and the, the defender stayed right there and the pass came right there and he took it in for a pick six. C.J. Stroud's first pick six ever as a Buckeye. Yep. That said, from then on, it was Katie Barr the door. It was a Heisman Trophy-esque uh, performance against a, let's face it, one of the worst pass defenses in America for sure. But uh, definitely C.J. Stroud, Emeka Egbuka, Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, made it look that way. All C.J. Stroud did was become the first quarterback in Ohio State history to have three, uh, three six-touchdown passing days in a single game. And all Emeka Egbuka did was become the first quarterback, the first wide receiver in Ohio State history to have three games of three touchdown catches or more. And boy, one of those was was for the uh, was for the history books, the one where the little throwback comeback where he, he could have caught it with his feet as much as he did his hands. Just a ridiculous play. I even asked him after the game, do you, do you kind of like somehow practice those kind of things? And he goes, basically, no. You know, you just read and react and, and do whatever the play calls for. But wow. What a performance by the, by those people involved with the passing game today. Yeah, Tim, it, it's interesting, and I I, you know, I know you didn't mean to, but you said Emeka Buka had three touchdown catches, and it's easy to get those guys confused. No, I thought I said I, th- I thought well, I said Marvin Harrison Jr. It's okay. But go ahead. Whatever the film says, the film don't lie, okay. Tim. But, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, it, you can get those guys confused because of how good they are, and I'm going to throw Julian Fleming into that mix too. He's played in three games this year, and guess what, Tim? He's got four touchdowns. Yeah. Or maybe four games and five touchdowns. Anyway, every game he's played this year, he's got a touchdown. And the one today was really impressive because the second he made a cut toward the the end zone on the post route, I looked at you and and, and the other guys sitting around us and I said, that's a touchdown. Because I knew CJ was going to throw it there and I knew Julian was going to be open. Part of that is because of just how bad this Michigan State secondary is. I'm not going to take anything away from what Ohio State did. That was a clinic 
in the passing game. An absolute clinic. But man, this Michigan State pass defense, man, it is hapless, to yeah. say the least. And I'm trying to be nice to him. You know I'm, I'm not always the nicest to the opponent. It was hapless. And for C.J. Stroud to go out there and take care of business and shake off that pick six, because this game could have gotten a little sideways. This crowd was pretty yes. rowdy after that happened. Even at 21-13, you, you saw a Spartan Stadium that was kind of alive and well. And for C.J. Stroud, Emeka Ibuka, Marvin Harrison Jr., Julian Fleming, Travion Henderson, I'll add him into that mix, for the offensive talent to decimate what Michigan State wanted to do, decimate that momentum that Michigan State had, and send the entire stadium, of the, other than the Scarlet fans that were here, out to the seats. They didn't the all end. leave, but almost all oh, of them left. Man. The band this, stayed. This place was a ghost <laughs> town in the yeah. third quarter. And by the middle of the third quarter, I think it was seven and a half minutes to go, and you've got the O-H-I-O going through the stadium, Tim. We've seen blowouts before, you know. I think back to when you know when we go to Rutgers and, and the stadium clears out in the fourth quarter. This place was empty by the middle of the third quarter. And that is a tribute not only to what Ohio State did offensively, but what this team did defensively. They've got issues at cornerback right now. Cameron Brown and Denzel Burke continue to, to struggle a little bit in the passing game. But I wrote about this in the first thoughts on LettermanRoad.com. Uh, when you have a pass rush that can do what this pass rush can do, it makes up for a lot of issues in the secondary. Ohio State doesn't have a lot of issues, but there is, there's some concern at cornerback heading into the, the off week, the idle week, as we like to say, not a bye week. And for the Ohio State pass rush to just take care of business, Michael Hall, uh, Tommy Eichenberg, Zach Harrison, JT Tuimoloau, Teron Vincent, Jack Sawyer, the whole cast of characters in that defensive line room and linebacker room, they make it look easy, Tim. And getting to the quarterback's not always easy, but Peyton Thorne had a rough night, and uh, that's in large part due to Mike Hall and what the defensive line did. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I still say, still say I said Marvin Harrison Jr., but I probably didn't. The tape will show that. By the way, I'm a 50-year. This is my 50th year being a sports writer. Wow. So, you know, going back to my days in Lufkin, Texas. But that's another story. Uh, the bottom line is uh, Ohio State took care of business in its first road trip of the season, playing on grass for the first time this year. Which can make a difference. The second time will come when they play at Penn State in a few weeks. Uh, they do have the week off this week. But what they have going for them right now is, yeah, there are things to clean up on both sides of the ball. As Ryan Day said, you know, uh, sometimes when you win, like he said, sometimes you, when you win games like 49 to 20, you kind of get a little, take a little umbrage when people start nitpicking. But you know, just as soon as they get back and start looking at the video, they're going to start nitpicking. Absolutely. He kind of laughed about that because uh, you kind of want praise, but not too much praise. You don't want that rat poison, as, uh, as uh, uh, Nick Saban would call it. But the bottom line is, they took care of business in their first road trip. And you and I, we were talking after the game along with some other guys. I think Notre Dame's been their best, biggest test so far in the first six games when you really look back on it. Yes. This was not a very good football team. They played today, Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State's now lost four in a row, and you can see most of the reasons why today. But the, but the point about it is, Ohio State, when that game got the, what was it, 20 to, 21 to 13. Yes. Ohio State just offensively just stuck with his guns, just took care of business. Uh, that's what stands out about this team. It's almost clinical in the way it's playing right now on the offensive side of the ball. They just, there's a, there is a confidence there that's palpable. Yes. I mean, they went into this game without their other one, uh, without their number, other number one running back in Mayan Williams, Tra Travion Henderson, 
basically comes out of the gate strong. Looked like he was running the Kentucky Derby the way he was running, strong, headed for the finish line, etc. Then he gets banged up there, first play of the second half, really, and Dallin Hayden comes in and ran strong. Mike Williams was not available today, uh, didn't even make the trip after that great game a week ago. Uh, but then right on down the line, yes, they have all these plays for Jackson Smith and Jigba. But I want to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, they've got a hell of a lot of plays for Emeka Egbuka. Wow. Emeka Egbuka and Marvin Harrison Jr., we, we talk about it all the time, but wow. No, I, it's hard to believe somebody has a better tandem of receivers. And if they get Jackson Smith and Jigba back, look out. Tim, I think they're actually running the Jackson plays now for him. Of course they and, are. And, and because he is just so talented and I so mean, they good. I mean, they didn't have just a little book there. Of Jack, no, I mean, yeah. yeah. This is that's only the way for Jacks. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's not the case. But it is incredible the way that they can just transition off of Jackson Smith and Jigba. And they're not doing that. But but go straight to Emeka Ibuka and not really skip a beat offensively. The thing that impressed me, Tim, though, it's 21-13. Ohio State starts to step on the gas on the offense. And you feel like the defense fed off of that. Because I'm here to tell you, Michigan State's two scores before garbage time because I, you know, the 20 is is going to go in the record book at all time as 49 to 20. This was a 49-13 pasting, yeah. and you know the 20, the last touchdown came in garbage time. Whatever, we'll watch it, I guess, maybe on the replay and talk about it on the Monday after in the horse show on Monday. But the two drives that Michigan State scored on a pick six and a drive that was 36 yards of offense and 40 yards of penalties. Self-inflicted wounds. 36 yards of offense and 40 yeah. yards in penalties. Yeah. Folks, that is a dominant defensive effort by Ohio State. Michigan State, before garbage time, I believe, had 102 yards of total offense. I know Michigan State's not the Mich not your parents' Michigan State, the one that that won a, a, the Peach Bowl, I think, last year. Or whatever you know, bowl yes. game they won. Yeah, whatever. But Whatever's right. I know that they're <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know they're not a New Year's Six team this year. I know they've lost four straight now. But to hold another Big Ten team to just a shade over a hundred yards yeah. is remarkable. And the job Jim Knowles and this defensive staff and the players are doing, you know, we're gonna talk glowingly of CJ Stroud. It's so easy to hyperbolize about how good he is, how good Marvin Harrison Jr. is, Emeka Buka, Julian Fleming, uh, you know, Trayvon Henderson, mine was right on down the line, as you like to say. Yeah. Uh, but this defense, Tim, this defense is is cooking something special up. Especially, you can't run the ball in this defense. And good luck passing, because when you drop back, you're going to have some Buckeyes in your face yeah. uh, ready to sack you when you're back there. And here's the thing. I, I thought this was on the radio this morning, uh, my, the show I'm on. I thought this was going to be the game where the defense had its first real complete game. Mm -hmm. Was not. No. It was not even close because those penalties, you know, you can just say, well, they only had they only gained 36 yards with their offense or whatever on that drive. The they were off the field a couple of times and penalties kept that drive going You're one way or the right. other. And then of course the uh, touchdown, another quarterback got involved, J.K. Johnson, and the ball was thrown behind him and a little, you know, a little back shoulder throw. And the, really, uh, Michigan State's probably best threat on offense, Jaden Reed, made a made a really good play on that ball, but it's still a touchdown, even though J.K. was all over him. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I think he got. Am I correct? I think a flag was thrown for interference on that play. It Maybe. was it exactly. Was. But the point is, there are clear, clearly things where this defense can get better. But when I talk about this defense being much more improved, or much improved compared to this time of year, I'm just talking about with the way they're playing. I mean, getting after it. They're playing with confidence. They're uh, almost marauding out there. Just what Jim Knowles wants from an aggressive standpoint. You saw it again today. Yes. Uh, what they want to do is they want to keep that edge with them through this coming off week 
but then come back and be a little more, for one of another term, error-free. Sharp. And yeah, but just error-free, man. Would would it would be interesting to watch them play? Uh, and of course, their first game back is going to be against what Iowa, and. Uh, if there looks like a defense you can definitely, or an offense you definitely can throttle, it would be Iowa's this year. Yeah, but we've got two weeks now to talk about that one, Tim. As Ohio, we wrap things up here on the. Well, oh, I wasn't going to go off on an Iowa diatribe. I on was a just, rapid I was just... reaction presented by Byers Auto here inside Spartan Stadium, um, Ohio State 49, Michigan State 20. Uh, Ryan Day certainly earning his 9.5 million dollars out here on the field tonight, uh, as the Buckeyes kind of whooped up on the Spartans. This was not a close game. I'll, I'll reiterate that point. Um, I, I think the scoreboard do, doesn't do it enough justice because uh, Ohio State handled this from the middle of the first quarter on, and, and that's about as dominant as you can get on the road here in the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, but we'll have full coverage. Over 600 yards total offense. Ho-hum. Yeah. Know, we didn't even mention that And part. just and, in case I got it wrong a while ago for people, C.J. Stroud, first quarterback with uh, first quarterback with, with three six touchdown pass games for Ohio State in history. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. There you go. Uh, the first wide receiver or receiver with three career, three touchdowns or more catch games in Ohio State. It's hard to say that. Yeah. Uh, every time you look up, uh, this, this team, this offense is setting another record, another benchmark. Yeah, and again, we'll have plenty of coverage of that at lettermanrow.com over the next two weeks as Ohio State prepares for Iowa and heads back to Columbus after a 49-20 win over Michigan State here inside Spartan Stadium. We're getting ready to head back to Columbus, Tim. We'll have full coverage of this one uh, again at lettermanrow.com. We'll have the Monday after on Monday afternoon uh, from the horseshoe. But for the 40-year, I guess 50-year, I've been corrected. Uh, well, back. no, just as long as I've been a sports <laughs> I've been around Ohio State football you know, for basically 40 seasons. For the 40-year vet, Tim May, I am just Spencer Holbrook. The 4-year guy yeah from east lansing good night everybody we will see you back in columbus on monday lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.